This show is a Phonic Media production. Hey friend, welcome back. Today on the podcast, we're talking all about trusting your gut. <laughs> don't know why I'm really laughing. In fact, you know, we should switch up this week. You should go for it. Go on, you do it. Trusting your gut. Okay, hang on, I'm going to do the jingle again. This show Big pressure. Is a Phonic Media production. Go. Hello friend, and welcome to the next episode yeah, of Business it. Marriage. <laughs> <laughs> this show is all about trusting your gut. Why do I sound like I don't know? Why are you Justin from Justin. Hello Friends? Thank you. Hello, Justin. <laughs> What's that show called? Justin. Oh. Justin and Friends. Mr. Tumble. <laughs> Mr. Tumble. <laughs> Strong start. Let's try again. Come on. This show is a phonic media production. Hi there, friend. And was that weird? <laughs> Hi there, friend. Fuck it. It's episode five. Let's go. Uh, uh, uh. Do not mock my dance moves. If you're watching on YouTube. Hello, if you're watching on YouTube. We just um, did the, what do you call that? Sort of 80s. 80s like pass the vibe along. Like a, pass the like vibe along. vibe arm thing so anyway, i just want to i just want to draw attention if you're watching on youtube that we've swapped positions so and in deck because james changed. realized that he was always looking away from me because he was pressing all the buttons so we've moved and so, i was like that's good because it's my better side and then this morning i suddenly realized it's absolutely not so if my nose suddenly looks like it's taking up the whole screen that's why do you have it? alex is definitely gonna do like a big zoom oh in no on your nose, don't zoom in on my nose um, do you? I don't have a good side and a bad side. Don't yeah, you? you just don't have a good side. <laughs> Leave that there. That wasn't what I meant. But you. That's you, what I meant. <coughs> excuse me. I've got that thing in my throat again. Oh, Hello. When we go down that route. Um, but you, you, you don't think you've got a symmetrical face, do you? Well, no, I don't think. I know I don't have a symmetrical face. So which side do you think is your better side? This side. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Then show me the other side. Oh fuck me! No, you are right. <laughs> yeah. Christ, sorry to everyone watching on YouTube, but this is right. This is hilarious, and this actually shows Haley up for the person that she truly is. Right, so logistically, I need to sit this way round because then I can actually press the mixing desk. It's in front of me. It's going to be logistically easier. All you care about is how your nose is going to look on a camera. I'm joking. This is what's happened. Yeah, I'm so. I this so is what's care. happened. Now you become the star of the show. Oh yeah, you have really. I've changed. actually no, I haven't. I haven't. You I was saying really you think that by seeing myself on camera, it might force me into that healthy eating regime. But I mean, it hasn't All she happened does yet. Is she just watches every week. She goes, oh, I've got a fat, haven't I? I mean, I've got it's, a fat. It's the jowly neck. It's the jowly. jowly. Like, doesn't say she could do anything about it. She just complains about it. And then it. I went on TikTok and there's this app that makes you look like an absolute... I don't know what's I say supermodel but it's not even a supermodel it's just unrealistic yeah and I was like oh my goodness this is what I could look like that's the issue with like the world if that's what teenagers are looking up to but anyway that's a that's a different thing wow strong rant to start the show strong rant guys before we get into today's episode we're gonna be talking about trusting your gut we're gonna be talking about the power of intuition in your business in your life uh, when to trust your gut how to trust your gut when you know you're on the right path etc are you going to be sniggering this entire time? No, I was just thinking that it's funny, isn't it? Like gut, we're not talking about gut issues, but I mean, if we were, cool, if we were, that I'd would t- be like a whole episode in itself. Again, one of the only things that Hayley said to me yesterday, <laughs> she's like, can you get like a stomach rumble noise? I don't even know why. I need a stomach. So I love it. 
Oh, well, I'm glad you enjoyed anyway. it. Anyway. Um, so that's what we'll be talking about today. But before we get into the show, we've got to do so we've got some announcements about the podcast, haven't oh, we, to start with? Have we? Some big announcements. Well, yeah, this is this week, as you're listening to this podcast, this will be the first week you can hear the show via our new platform called Audio. <gasps> so Audio, this is actually very big news. So Audio are a really, really cool independent network of podcasts. They've got about 150 shows um, on their roster. And they've probably got, I don't know, a couple of million downloads per month across all of those shows. And they approached us and said, we love business marriage. We'd love to take the show on. So we are now on the Audi Network. Thank you, Audi. And what's even better is that normally the people or the podcasts that they take on have got like massive... (laughs) I thought I didn't want to clap in front of the mic. I'll probably get told off. Um... They normally only take podcasts that have got like a big following. Not anymore. Um, but hello. But they also like ones that are just a bit different. So we fall into that category. But this is the big thing. So there's lots of platforms out there where you can put your podcast out there and they can potentially run some ads on it. Like you can do that from day one. But what Audi do differently, this is an advert. Sounds for like Audi an now, advert, yeah. Um, but they actually really support their shows. And a lot of the networks are getting like, we support creators. They fucking don't. But Audi actually properly do. So as well as doing adverts and helping you to monetize your content, the other thing is, is that they will actually play adverts of business marriage on other related shows on their network. Love it. So of the couple of million people that listen to their shows every week, there might be someone who's listening right now to an amazing podcast like Secret Leaders or uh, Worst Girl Gang Ever. And at the end of that amazing content, they'll be like, wow, that's incredible. And then two knobheads will turn up and be like, <laughs> hey, listen to our podcast. Hello, let's talk about being stupid. But actually, that is one of the big things with Audi. So they actually support, generally support their creators. Thanks, so thanks Audi. Audi. And we are very excited Sharing the love with you. With you guys. So thank, thank you. you. For supporting the podcast and obviously we want this to be an interactive show with you guys the listeners the watchers so we always just like to go through our emails what did I, what did I tell you our about youtube singular broadcast you, fail the watcher one. person singular number one individual there you go who is sat there just cut that out bit out from before. listening or on watching your on your own with no Lonely. one around <laughs> Sorry, that's just me. Um, so we like to go through our YouTube channel, our um, podcast platforms. YouTube, by the way, if you are watching on YouTube, thanks. Thanks, yeah. Blo- like 30,000 people have it's watched kind of, 30,000 views in the first month. Nuts. But we also like to just go through the reviews and just give people a shout out. Obviously, we are going to have different segments, as you know, yeah. like sharing the love, where you can just send us a message about maybe someone you work with or a partner and you want to just share the love. Send the message. We will shout it out. We've got partner battles. If you're having a bit of a discrepancy between, you know, someone at work or your your lover, um, we can help you sort that out. And we've also got, obviously, our small, small business shout out. So feel free. But we just wanted to, yeah, just share some of the love that we've been having. Should we, should we do like the best review of the week on the podcast? Because there's some, been some really lovely things have been said. And okay. then we'll go to YouTube. We'll see the difference between podcast. Yeah. There's a difference between yeah. podcast listeners and YouTube watchers. Classic. They are very kind of different yeah. genre of person. Yeah, aren't they? Um, so, okay, let's let's do it. Oh, we've got music. I've got some, I've got some music, yeah. For love it. Oh, I love um, it. So our first, uh, our review of the week, we're going to shout out our review of the week. Thank you, thank you, thank you very much to the lovely Leslie Thomas. Now, Leslie is someone that I knew from a, a platform called Clubhouse. We've been sort of pre-interacting for a couple of years, but she's also now a business marriage podcast fan. And Leslie says, the business marriage podcast hosted by husband and wife team, James and Hayley Burt, is hysterical. Because she did this like a post about... Yeah, she posted it on her own, on her own Facebook and, and sent everyone to our podcast. 
I'll start it again. Uh, the Business Marriage Podcast, hosted by husband and wife team James and Hayley Burt, is hysterically funny, very open and honest about the ups and downs of running two businesses, having children and being married, and just an absolute joy to listen to, but not with children around. Highly, highly recommended if you want a massive dose of feel good fact and aha moments thank you Leslie Thomas and what I also love is that I wrote to her and said thanks so much for that and she was like you were, you were with me in the shower this morning and I was like whoa that's a bit Hello, strange Leslie. but why not and too. Leslie Thomas is of the Money Confidence Academy so yeah go check her out so there you go like another little You're just shouting out everyone shout out the shit out of everyone go on, you can read that one. Oh, okay and our second one was from Ch- uh, Tom Chittock uh, over on Apple Podcast, five star reviews is funny, accurate, and relatable. The perfect find. I have a side hustle that I want to develop and a young family to juggle. I didn't know he had kids. Oh, uh, this podcast fits perfectly as a guide to life. Oh, a guide to life, Tom. If this is where you're getting your wow, advice yeah. from, um, I, I know Tom's dad. He used to live that in, our, scares in, our me. Old, in our old block of flats. Yeah. Tom's dad's a very nice guy. Get some advice off your dad yeah. rather than listening to this. Quite frankly, just Tom. just take. A- Everything we Thanks. say with a pinch of salt, and then Definitely. we move. We move over Hold on, to. Though, oh. If you have enjoyed this podcast, if you are enjoying this podcast, please feel free go through to the podcast app that you are using right now and give us a five star review please. and leave us some feedback. Yeah, we love it. Forty seven five star reviews we've had. What was well, that? Love, love it. Um, you said so you're a weird bodybuilder for a second. So then we move over to YouTube and slightly different. There's a bit of a theme, but we just picked a couple. Just just a couple of so. Well, first of all, Freya Freya Jones, who's like one of our biggest supporters, she came up with a great suggestion. I like this. That on the video, we should have like an eye roll counter of how many times I roll my eyes at James. Yes. That'd we could have quite... done that also for Lechie Lane, couldn't we? But anyway, we're, we're not doing that anymore. Less about him, the better he's got. And then there was an episode uh, or a clip that we put out where we're talking about James going to the gym and I eye roll and all this kind of stuff. And we just had some really good feedback. So Sir Rampage wrote, women don't need men until they can't pick up items. Then they leave that shit on the floor or wherever until a man does something about it. Who knew? So, Sir Rampage. Wow. Thanks for that insightful information there, Sir Rampage. And uh, Bowl of Cinder said, insecure women always try... What did I say? Bowl. Oh, Bowl. (laughs) Bowl of cinder. He wrote, insecure women always try keep you down. Not keep to keep you down, just try keep I you down. I wouldn't worry about the grammar. I don't think that's the biggest so, issue there. Apparently I'm trying to keep James hold him down and um oh, I can't God. pick up anything. So thanks for that. I'm glad that somebody has spotted that. Thank yeah, you, sir. Thank Rampage. you. Do you Very, feel supported now, I do James? Feel supported. Yeah. I'm glad that a, a person James, called can you Bowl just pick, of Can you just pick that up, please? You pick it up. No, I can't. You actually don't pick up stuff. You pick up with your feet, which <laughs> yeah. really pisses James me off. James gets really annoyed. There's like oh, a guys, sock. feet news coming up later. Oh, Haley's ailments today in the oh, podcast. Oh, no. It, it requires its own entire segment. Not good. It's been a big weekend. Not good, it's guys. Been a big weekend. But yeah, there's like a sock on the floor, which there's always socks everywhere. And I wonder we can't find any. Um, I will just pick kids. it up with my toes and James gets really oh, annoyed. It just disgusts me. It's just Why so it annoying. It's disgusting. It's not use hands. Yeah, but your feet aren't for that. We're not apes. We've evolved from being monkeys. Yeah, but my feet are very... Monkey-like. Yeah, they help. Anyway. (laughs) Anyway, moving on. Let's go, James. Let's Let's go. go. Business time. It's time to talk about some motherfucking business subject. Yeah, it's time to talk about trusting your intuition and your gut instinct. It's business time. You're right there. I feel great. Thank you feel you. like you're back on the entertainment <laughs> stage singing. 
Gonna give us some What's Frank Sinatra. Mammy. Oh, I should do that. Should I? That's a minstrel show. No, don't do that. That's inappropriate. I think we should, yeah, maybe cut um, that out. We should maybe cut that out. We, we won't. Fuck it. We keep everything in here. Right. Um, business time instincts. Um, Haley picks up on people's energy, good and bad. Oh, okay, right. Why'd you do that? Because I like to see what you say. I, I like to come into this naked. I, I'm writing notes. I like and then James just like reads cold. them all out. Like, do you remember what? That? Do you naked remember and cold? That? Where are you that? going? Do you remember that? Uh, what, you've been cold? I was naked. Were you there? Isn't that fucked up? Right. Not and the names of matter. Were you there? Why were people cold and naked? And why would you, if you were cold and naked, why would you want somebody else there? Like being cold and naked is a bad combination. Well, maybe just come give you a blanket. I wonder what you're going to say then. <laughs> anyway, let's go. Right. Um, okay. Today we're going to talk about trusting your gut, and there's diff- there's different levels of trust in your gut. Yeah. In, in our humble opinion, and there's pretty different levels of importance to trusting your gut. Yeah. So I have been involved in a business previously where I should have listened to my gut. For about two years of the two and a half years that I was involved in that company, because something just didn't feel quite right. And here's the thing, yeah? Your gut, your mind and your body is connected and your gut is actually got a, a, a got a direct link to your cerebral cortex, right? So you know you Sorry, uh, you actually like, very, your gut. Very yeah, do you mind? well researched. <laughs> I was just looking at your lips thinking they look really dry. Anyway, sorry. Your gut, there is there is a um I can't remember what it is. <laughs> Sorry. Let her finish, guys. <laughs> oh, sorry. Done? I don't know why we always talk about hands, dry mouth. <laughs> I put a bath on my hands last night, like baby nappy ass cream. And that was a big mistake. <laughs> my hands went so white and even drier. And Hayley went, is that for drying out a baby's bum? You smell like a baby's bum. Keep your hands away from me. It was really weird. I like, you smell like George's ass. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, I sorry. I do. Um, anyway, so we're to- oh, wait. <laughs> right, no, because this is really interesting. <laughs> right, I'm stopping. You got tears in your eyes now. Is your makeup going to run? Yes, yeah, fine. Come on. Um, so when? <laughs> yes. Yeah. Oh, oh gosh. This is great podcasting. Oh no. Sort yourself yeah. out. Good. Yeah. Okay. I'm fine. Just carry on. Okay, so back in the day, I had a business, and as soon as I started that business, I was like, "This is something about it just felt wrong." But I kind of just let myself keep going and going and going until the point where I was too far into like back out. But I think when I was going through that process, if I'd have been honest, and we definitely did this, we we treated the money that we earned through that business very. Uh, it's how. Like now, when you're running something proper, I fucking kick myself at how we, we you like easy come, easy go. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The money came in and we just spent it. We did one year, we did six holidays. We did. And like when we say Thailand, holidays, it America. was like, yeah, San Francisco for three weeks, eating out like every day. We, said we went to San Fran, right? We stayed with our mates. We went for three weeks. We spent £7,000. Yeah. It's, like, it's crazy unnecessary. when you think about but it. But again, I think because it wasn't, it didn't feel real. And I think as well, it's the first time where we'd had that kind of level of money that was continually coming in we'd always had yeah. like you know pretty good paid jobs and traps no no but like when I had like Survive. a steady career um you know I earned pretty good money so we kind of knew what we had but that would be like maybe one or two nice holidays wasn't it 
Um, but then when that money came in, it was just, we didn't treat it properly. I think there was two reasons, obviously not... <laughs> two reasons, not I be- won't name them. Well, no, not being used to that money. So it's kind of exciting and it was just nice to suddenly be able to like be the first people to pay for the round at the bar or offer to pay for a like dinner for everyone because it's something we've always wanted to do but also the people that you work with that was the culture wasn't it it was like earn spend so that you have to keep earning this is a very standard thing in like a salesy environment i didn't realize it with them too i don't think they realized it frankly i think just when you go from dealing drugs to dealing motivation is just a different thing that you're trying to deal out frankly um, and I only have experience of dealing the motivation on the other <laughs> side of it, guys. Just to be clear in case the Metropolitan Police are listening to this Doubt podcast. Doubt they are. Um, I actually met a guy who was a copper from their neck of the woods. Oh, and really? He, and he knew him. Oh, right. I was like, oh, sure. Hello. Um, but when when you... Yeah, it just it was, it was came too easily and therefore it was too easy to spend it. And it just, again, if at the time... It was kind of like just ride the ride the wave while it's there because you knew it wasn't going to last long. And you can't. I remember saying to you, "Look, this is going to burn very, very bright. It's going to burn very, very fast." I remember saying that on yeah, a couple yeah, of occasions. Yeah, I remember. But it was weird because you, even though you consciously are saying that outwardly, you probably still didn't set yourself up for it properly. Yeah. If that makes sense. Yeah. Like back in like some months we were doing, and again, not that it's all about money, but out of nowhere. And this was, you know, prior to that, we'd been running a, a property management company. Yeah. We had 93 tenants in 21 houses. We managed 15 million quid of our property. We had a 70 grand Hated a month rent it. roll. It was a fucking Hated pain Hated it. And it would pay us by the time everything was paid for between just four and a half and five sort of grand, like live it? It on, like, yeah. Just sort of like ticked over sort of thing. And then this company came along and all of a sudden, like some weeks, like it'd be like 10 grand. Next month, it'd be like 20 grand. It's like, fucking hell. But it was so sporadic. And yeah. It was just like, take the money, take the money, take the money. Instead of like putting it to one side. But the culture was, and again, a lot of sales environments use this. You you earn a load, but then you spend a load. So then you've got to keep earning it, if that yeah, makes sense. Yeah. Sales floors. I didn't realise. A, a, a mate of mine, Ash, he's uh, been involved in loads of sort of like sales environments. And a proper like boiler room, like bashing yeah, the phone yeah. kind of setups in the city. And they all do the same thing. You know, as soon as you make your first bit of money in the city, you have to go and buy a, a tailor-made suit. Yeah, so you get used to there'll it. There'll be a tailor that will come mm. into the office. There'll be people who'll be, who'll be getting their, like, their new Lambos and their Range Rovers dropped off at the Amazing. office. And the management will have it dropped off at the yeah. office and everyone has to come outside and applaud them getting their car and all this bullshit. Yeah. Because it's just signifying, like, to succeed, you need to earn loads of dough. Yeah. But then you end up spending it. And you get to the point, and I think we're saying about, like, trusting your instincts, and you said from the beginning it never felt right. But I think... You had that feeling that didn't feel right, but then on the flip side, and I'm sure many of us have been there, not in a greed way, but suddenly having money, it you know, I don't care what anyone says, people see money as evil. Money is not evil. Money can make you more of who you are. That's Whether you're a nice does, yeah. person, it makes you a nicer person. Does that make sense? You've got more money to do good with. If you're an arsehole, you'll be a bigger arsehole. 100%. So it was like nice to have the money. So that was one thing that probably made you feel motivated by money in a way. Mm. But also you're someone who loves seeing something grow, like success. So that company, from when it started, the way it grew was just unbelievable. So you probably... Although you didn't feel 100% comfortable, you could see the growth and you had the money. And I think when it got to the point where the growth had kind of stilted a bit because the people you're working with were kind of like all going off in different directions, weren't focused, 
that's when you started like going, actually, yeah, no, but it's true though, isn't it? Oh. When the money suddenly wasn't coming in as fast, that's when you went, actually, this isn't what, what I want. Do you this know does what? not feel right. I also thought at certain points that I could, not even at certain points, I thought I could change them. Yeah. I thought I could change those people yeah. and I could make them a better version because they had some amazing qualities. Oh, amazing. You know, they were seriously, you know, whether people agreed with it or not, their sales mentality, their ability to get people to change. Okay, their actual like over. belief mindset. Oh, the, that I've kind never, of. I've never met two people who are more co- convinced on themselves. Yeah, fucking hell, and they did not. But it was the ego, wasn't themselves. it? Unfortunately, but yeah. That... The downside of that, or the flip side of that, I guess everyone, you've got a light version of you and a dark version of you, and you need you know both to exist. The good side of that is. You know, un- unrelenting self-belief, a hundred percent commitment, blah blah blah. The downside of it is that you think that you're fucking better than everyone. You will just railroad yeah. people. You will just walk over people to get what you want. But then the attainment and the achievement kind of backed up their self-belief, yeah. if that makes sense. I and think- I thought I was like, in my gut, I was like, I reckon I can change these yeah. these two. And for a while, it was amazing. For a while, in, it was like, amazing. How are you doing this? Mm. Because no one had ever, and I won't individually sort of name them, but. You know, the police had never been able to tell them anything. The schooling system, their parents, like no one had ever been able to tell these two shit. Like they could not tell them. But they nothing. listened to you, didn't they? For a bit, they did. Mm. And then at the point where, you know, where things started to, like I say, to plateau off and to to be more stilted, is they stopped. They stopped listening to the advice so mm. much. And I think also this is the other thing with intuition. They just start getting high on their own supply. Mm. And I remember you used to say this all the time. You said, you know, everyone thinks you're up there, but you're actually you're there. <laughs> Keeping and you grounded. You, and you were saying it in like a nice way. <laughs> you make and it sound like I said it in a nice way, James. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, up there. That's actually how you say it. Is that actually how I say it? Is it? Is this how I talk? Why are you doing an impression of yourself? That, that's how I talk. <laughs> Shall I do a whole podcast like that? You are doing a whole right. podcast like that, in my mind. But, but I knew that gap. I knew, right, okay, people, the perception is like, it's at 100. Yeah. The reality is at 50. We've got to bridge the gap in between the two. But I think sometimes you're so fucking blinded yeah. by your own shit. You just... <laughs> That's a nice great analogy. Just you're thought... so blinded by your own shit. Yeah. When was the last time you got blinded by shit? I mean, nearly the other day, but that's another story. <laughs> um, but yeah, I think, so you just got to... And when something's really, really just doesn't yeah. feel right for a long time yeah. as well. And it it puts some oh. serious pressure because I, I think I was the same. That. Like I, <laughs> at first I was a bit dubious. Then it looked like it was going well. I don't think I ever felt comfortable for that whole entire period of our no. life because the people that we work with, again about that trust in your instincts. So James and I, I say we're both like win win people. Like for us to win, others are going to win. Does that make sense? Yeah. Like. Whereas they were kind of like win-lose almost. It didn't matter um, if anyone so, else won as long as they did. So any success, it was almost like they made it. So if we upgraded our car, that was because of them. If we upgraded our house, that was because of them. But again, that's that unrelenting... Yeah, and, but if we're honest, we ended up living this life. I'm not saying that I would take it back because there were things, you know, if we hadn't have been in that situation, we probably wouldn't have taken some of the steps that we have. No, definitely and not. obviously now where we upgraded that lifestyle, then you're in that world of like having to keep up that lifestyle. Does that make yeah. sense? Not in a fake way, but in like a like an actual financial way. Um, we wouldn't have taken those steps. But I think for that period, we did. I think we always felt like some we were like puppets in a way. Like mm. someone was always kind of controlling. And I think 
for you, I think you just got to a point where, as I say, they're kind of, not the novelty, because that makes it sound a bit, that lessens how great it was what you done, but it kind of, that wore off. And you saw how they were like treating new relationships in like business. This was the other thing as well, when when the novelty, and it's probably not the right word, but I I get what you're saying, when that wore off, when you actually looked at the facts, and again, when your gut's been going to you, fucking just, just pay attention, pay attention, mm. pay attention. That churning in your stomach that I used to wake up with every morning and go to bed with every fucking night. Um, I had it this morning, actually. I was like, how interesting that I haven't felt like that. Because I used to wake up at five o'clock in the morning yeah. and that I would already have like a well, you were dreading recording a podcast with me? No, it's, wow. just, it's just the pressure of dealing with like the really celebrity status of me. People, yeah, yeah, I know. No, but I thought, yeah, how... like the funniest. Yeah, I get it. When someone's so funny, it's hard. Yeah, it's hard. No, I get it. Finished? I mean, I don't get it, actually. <laughs> <laughs> I'm such a celebrity. Carry on. Want to carry on? <laughs> That's going to look nice you... on the camera. <coughs> Excuse me. I always come into this. I think it's your energy gives me a cough. <laughs> yeah, it's Very my. Claggy. Anyway. Anyway. Yep. Trust your instinct. Trust but you walked away in the end, and it. Yeah, and sorry, what I was going to say is that when the gut had been telling me for enough period of time, this ain't right, this ain't right, this right, ain't right. When I looked at it from outside of the excitement and outside of the like hockey stick growth, which like you say, that plateau moment, it's going to come in any business, by the way. You're going to get that, don't matter how fast you grow it, there's going to get a point yeah. where it either levels off or it has a little bit of a dip or it flattens or whatever it may be. But when that happened and I actually went, right, what have we actually got here? Take away the bullshit and the bluster and the bravado and, you know, the, the positive PR and the fucking self-created, like, incessant social media. What's here? As a business, what's here? I remember... fucking basics just weren't there. I remember saying to you, you've built a house on a foundation of sand. Sand. And I was like, you've literally built something so amazing, but there's no foundations to keep it stable. And that's exactly what happened. And to be fair, like I think now with us and where we are with our businesses, um, if we hadn't gone through that... I wonder if we'd be different now. Oh, 100% we would. Look, again... When you're starting out in business and people say, well, you know, you know, just put the money aside for the tax man and put this money aside for that. And it's like the real, the realism is you've got to pay your bills, right? So you take money out. So yeah, you know, there are some times when I think, you know, I'm taking the money that I need. I've got a great accountant here, make sure that it's all good at the end and I'll pay what I need to pay. But yeah, of course I want to get it to a point where it's like, you know, this money stays in the business, this money is our salary that gives us the life that we want, etc. But it doesn't always happen like that. No. Um, and so many small business owners that you talk to, they're like, oh my God, right, we're, you know, cash flow's tight this month or um, yeah. you know, the, 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 the payroll run this month is going to be a right stress. Like people have it constantly yeah. and consistently. And every level that you get to, you know, as you bring in some... I remember, like, you know, just paying our own bills mm. was a challenge. And then you bring in a member of staff and so you think, fuck, now I'm responsible and for And almost they're like, got, like, they're three. like become got... the priorities, aren't they? Yeah, well? Because you're like, you couldn't not pay someone. You just wouldn't do it. No. And then you've got, but again, I think every level that you, you grow through what you go through. Yeah. And I know that's, I sound like I'm trying to be fucking Les Brown here, but I think that's rea- the reality. Yeah. You know, got like my pal, James Sinclair, he's got a thousand people that he pays every month. Yeah. His, his wage bill is £750,000 a month. But that then goes back to, again, that He's whole like... business over time to get to that point. Yeah. It's not like a newbie but, business operator has got to now find three quarters of a million quid every month. Like he is a seasoned But that's where I think it goes back to like this whole trust in your gut because like what I'm saying is for me and you now, 
we're in a position where even though things are challenging, we are so in the right place. Like, you know, you're exactly in the business right now that you want to be doing, that you enjoy, that you're passionate about and the same as me. That's when I think you know that it's clicking. That's not about saying, oh, everything just is like, like, you know, smells of roses because it's challenging. But when you know, when you've got that instinct that you're in the right place, doing the right thing, you can push through those barriers, which will constantly come and you keep pushing through. And then like you say, you grow, then you plateau, then you push through again. It's like that. If you don't have that initial instinct of feeling like this is actually what I'm meant to be doing, um, things might change and pivot, don't get me wrong, but that un- that inside feeling, pivot, piv- pivot not pervert, um, that feeling of like, I'm in the right place, that's what you didn't have back then. Mm. There was something that was niggling and then it gets to a point when you're like, this is not what I'm meant and to be doing. that's your intuition, that's your gut. Intuition. So, I, sometimes you ignore it. I you honestly, I think I'm a bit of a, I don't know, it sounds a bit... I'm not going to say six sense, but oh, I definitely. Oh, okay. Oh, oh have you got? No, I've, got the, I've got this. Oh, it's like a wand. That's more like a fairy godmother. Um, I definitely pick up on people. Whether it's their, I don't know if it's an energy, but I will, anyone that I've worked with in the past, Bruce Willis in the when I've sense. said, not in a bad way, I've said, I don't, I don't want to work with that person. I don't think they're going to be good to work with Mm. and then I've been in a situation where I've kind of had to whether it's been I don't know like someone who's been recommending for a friend so you feel like you want to do them a favor or whether you need the money it's always ended up being a disaster not from my side but just hard work not not valuing what you do not enjoyable and I've always considered myself a really good judge of character and I'm at the point now on the kind of growth that I've done on myself that with my business in particular I will actually say no to working with clients in a nice way if I generally don't feel like I've got a connection or if I want to work with them and I will if I can I'll pass them over to somewhere someone else or if I don't think I'm the right fit I'll just be honest and say that that's going with like intuition now don't get me wrong sometimes we don't have you know, the luxury of that, we do just have to take it on. But generally, if I don't get that vibe, then I will just walk away and say, what I don't want to work What are your here. red flags? What, so so people can actually walk away from this with something to take away? Like, what's your... I think I think that's a diff, difficult one to answer because I think red flags Again, might be... it's your be, gut almost, isn't it? It's your gut feeling, but it's. I think it depends on your business. So, okay, for me... Um, so it's like, so obviously I do, we say it every week. Oh, here we go. Here she goes again, <laughs> guys. I Get do. ready. Here comes the oh, advert. Oh, here we go. Here comes an advert for Hayley's business. Tell us all of the great things that you do as a business, Hayley. Here you go. You can have like a radio style jingle. So my business is Orange Lamb at orangelamb.co.uk and I am a brand strategist and designer. Um, so, but basically, all right, scrap that. Um, so I work with people creating brands, doing brand consultancy, their messaging, oh, the visual. I know you did, and you loved it, didn't you? I did love it. it was Absolutely very, loved it. Very, very good. Um, brand consultancy, visual design, oh, still website, and then so I have this process basically, and it's my red flags would be when someone's like, <laughs> yeah, 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 you know, I can see what you do. It's just like drag and drop. So I'm thinking straight away, okay, you're already telling me that you're not valuing my expertise. 
And then when they say like, yeah, I've spoken to this person and this expert and this person, I've got this and I've got that. I'm like, this just sounds like a headache oh, for well, me. Like a, I've got an SEO person. And yeah, and it's like great. Yeah, yeah. But, you know, I'm not saying that I'm trying to be all those people, but it's just these red flags. So I have like a tear. And also it's just it's just a natural intuition. It's like, you know, it's like you go to an event, you might meet people. There'd be people that you instantly connect with like on a level and they're pe- people that you're like, you're not my person and you just kind of walk away and go and talk to someone else. It's just intuition. We've all got it in us. But you have to listen to but it. But you have you? to listen to you it. You have to listen yeah, to it. Yeah, definitely. And it's so important, I think, listening to your gut instinct, intuition. Like Again, coming back to business in a different way, if, you're, if you've got a product or a service that you're putting yourself out there to, um, to deliver, if you're not completely sold on it yourself it's almost like you're not trusting your gut. Do you know what I mean? Like if you're, maybe your price is too high. If you can't honestly look someone in the eye and say, this is how much I charge for this, it's not right for you. And do you know what I say to people? What price would you feel comfortable at? Do it at that. Once you've done a couple of those, then you get it to the point that you want to, you know, the price that you're going to. It's like that. It's just being that, I keep hearing the word authentic, but, you know, trusting that instinct, trusting that gut, like be, feel grounded, be like happy with, where you're at, what you're doing, what you're offering. So it's like trusting your gut. It's not just on a level of like, oh, do I like this person? But actually, do you, are you trusting your instincts of the business that you're growing, how you're delivering it, what the service is, et cetera? Wow. Wow. That got, a, got serious, Well, there you it? go. So got there you serious. go. Trust, trust, your, trust your gut in business. Listen to yourself. Don't if work with assholes. If something, yeah, don't do that. <laughs> if something, um, yeah, don't watch a podcast <clears throat> with one either. <laughs> You just called me an arsehole. I'm not sure. Did I? Wow. Or did you think that I did? I don't know. Um, yes, and if, if you've got that niggling feeling, there's a reason for it. Yeah. Listen to it. Mm. Your, your gut is not trying to lead you down the wrong path. And what I was trying to say at the beginning before you started sniggering all over it, apparently there is some sort of like nerve. Yeah. I can't remember what it's called. I should have researched it. But there's a nerve which runs directly from your stomach to your to your brain. So when you when you get that uncomfortable feeling yeah. and you've said like churny belly or something just doesn't sit right, you're like, I'm not comfortable here, but you don't know why, that is because that nerve, oh, I nearly had it then. It's a big nerve. Go and check it out. Go and go and But what is that nerve? You haven't finished. That the, nerve, The what? nerve is a direct connection between your, your stomach and your head. Right. So that whole like, actual like, I feel uncomfortable here, your stomach will tell you something and your brain picks up on it. Oh. So there you go. Maybe we should research that. Science. Um, right, small bits of shout-out time. Let's go. Oh, I like Ooh. it. On oh, a shimmy. shimmy. Hello. I like that. <laughs> wow, it's longer than I thought it was going to be. So it's time for today's small business shout out. Although we're now on a fancy podcast network with big brands who can advertise yes. all over the podcast, we are still committed to supporting small businesses. We're a small business ourselves. We, we love small businesses yeah. as much as possible. Like I love, we've got a real nice little town near where we live, haven't we? We do. And they've got independent little coffee shops and restaurants. Yeah. I, like, I prefer to go and spend my money in them sort of places. Independent. We love you know, it. We, we had um, someone the other day who I was having a conversation with. They went, I said, oh, yeah, we've got lovely, loads, loads of nice little coffee shops. We'll meet, you know, you know, we'll meet for a coffee. They went, yeah, shall I meet you at Costa? Fucking Costa. Nice independent no coffee shops. But I mean, that's not an independent, is it? No, it is Let's not. Let's face it. Um, anyway, small business shout out time. Yeah. I'm going to so, hand it to you because this is your So, your So this week, I was like, okay, who could we choose? And this person is going to be, because they listen and... I'm gonna I'm gonna chuck it out there. there there's probably gonna be some tears, I, I imagine. Um, but this lady is 
She's phenomenal. She's had... I've got some happy energy music. Oh, I like it. She's had an incredible life journey of overcoming depression, anxiety. You're going to get me going. I know. Um, I met her really through a podcast when I came on your podcast um, a few years back. And she reached out and was like, oh, I love listening to you. I have ended up working with her as a client, but it's not just why I picked her. Um, This is Rihanna. And Rihanna has a business. I thought she was here then. Cool, this is she's Rihanna. here. Welcome. The um, Six Sense kicking in. Rihanna again. channels the ambiance of Rihanna. She runs a business called Whole Health and Fitness. And basically, her mission is to explore and share happy, healthy lifestyles. So, oh, she is someone, as I say, who has overcome amazing challenges in her life like at one point she was agoraphobic she couldn't leave the house um she suffered with her weight with depression anxiety and then rather than listening to the advice where basically she got told you know go and have a piece of cake make yourself feel better she started researching who told her that yeah someone on the like a help a helpline um what? because she that was, was genuine advice? genuine advice i've got problems with my weight yeah. i feel anxious have a piece of yeah. cake She'd started looking into kind of like meditation and that kind of thing and yoga, but then she got into running, which really helped her lose her weight. But then it became almost like she was so obsessed with it, then she hurt her ankle and it completely took her out and then it kind of sent her on a spiral. And that's when she'd phoned this helpline, that's what they said. So she went on this amazing journey to explore what does sugar actually do to our brain? And she was absolutely stunned by finding out that Re, um, refined sugar actually can trigger and be the cause of things like depression and anxiety. Obviously, yeah. So she teamed up with an amazing nutritionist and came up with this incredible program which she calls the Being the Known Nutrition Program. And it basically, it's not a diet, it's about educating people how certain foods can help things like their gut, like their liver, help them, you know, how they can um, help depression, anxiety, stress through the foods that they eat. And she came up with these recipes. And the amazing thing about them all is that they're super easy to do. We've made some, haven't we, in our house as well. We um, love them. One of the ones that we don't, it's not on the recipe on that course, but is like we, we've got a porridge that we call Ray Ray Popo, which she hates, but um, even the kids love it. And it's like porridge, dark chocolate, cranberry, seeds. It's just delicious. Um, but it's Healthy all... Healthy way to start your day. But for her, it's all about sharing healthy life it's not about diet it's not about it's just about enjoying you know um eating well understanding how food affects us like actually affects us and also she does like running with people she loves like she's like been on all like the Wim Hof retreats so she's into like the whole 360 view of like health but go and check out she actually really understands it as well because really understands it yeah that means that they wear fucking Lululemon and they drink a green juice yeah, in the morning. She's That's like, she, she lives really and breathes. Yeah. And she's just, she's just an incredible person. She's like a bundle of joy and energy, even though she still has, you know, her own challenges that she battles. She's just out there, putting herself out there, sharing this information. She's just she's, a good human She's being. almost like, I always say to her, she's almost like a presenter, someone who like goes and finds this amazing information and then shares it in a Rihanna way that everyone can actually she's comprehend. So she should. So go and check out wholehealthandfitness.com. 
So whole health and actually spell andfitness.com. If you put forward slash nutrition, that will take you straight to her Be In The Know Nutrition Programme. And it is amazing. There will be links in the show notes. There will be. So that is a big, no, big business. Small business shout out goes to whole health and fitness. We love you, Rihanna. Check out the porridge well. Ray Ray Popo, which she hates the name of, is absolutely incredible. I it's I, not I, it's I, not on that, but we'll have to get her to we'll have to get her to send send the recipe I'm sure and we'll she share will it. Let, get, get in touch with her and we'll put a link to her yeah, to Ray the Ray website Popo. and we'll put a link to her on Instagram as well. Go Maybe I should do a, I should do a graphic with Ray Ray Popo. She'll love that. Connect with her and then you can just request. Say that you're a listener of Business Marriage and that you demand the Ray Ray Popo, okay? You demand the Ray Ray Popo. Love it. Um, I've a bit of a parent fail actually on the back of on the back of that. Oh my god, have you have you been a mug? I have. Who's a mug? Who's a mug? Did you still not get it right? I I couldn't hear it properly. Who's a mug? I just won't sing it. No, you should. No, you sing it. Who's a mug? Who's a mug? Have you been a mug? Who's a mug? Who's a mug? Have you been a mug? Um, So, can we just say, you know, last last week we said that we're starting this new segment called Who's a Mug? With mugs. So, we've got mugs made, but they're not here. Haven't turned up. Haven't not turned up. So disappointing. But I'm going to share out out a picture of it this week. Oh, it'll be delivered by Friday. But remember we saying, please email hello at businessmarriagepod.com. If you've been a mug or if someone you know has been a mug, you want to call them out. out. You want to call them out. Call them out or shout them out. Shout them out. Or, or and then, just be honest about yourself. And if you're lucky enough, we'll send you a mug. Yeah. If you've been a mug, if you admit to being a mug, you get a mug yeah. from us. Our we very own business marriage mug. Okay. And if someone else has been a mug, they get a mug. And you get a mug. Yeah. Double mug. Apparently. Um, anyway, I've been a mug. Um <laughs> Well, is been that, is that too much? Too much of well, an investment? Well, you know, maybe, but Did I not, hey. Do you not hear earlier? We're on the Audi network now. Oh, yeah, okay, cool, yeah. Just, like, I just hope our Starling Bank has got enough room for all my cash, yeah. cash and money. Yeah, okay, great. That's what I'm hoping. I'll wait for that. Um, I've been a mug twice. Have you? I've been a double mug. Oh, no. Who's a mug? Who's a mug? I did it! Have you been a mug? Um, I've been a double mug. I got you know. So, so oh, no. uh, actually, go back to, back to um, Ray Ray Popo. Yeah. So, Louis has eaten Ray Ray Popo every breakfast. <gasps> every day. Every breakfast for about six months. Which now. we're so he happy with because it. it's like sugary oh, cereals, fruit. all that kind of stuff. It's all just gone. bad. It's all gone. He doesn't eat any of that bad shit now. He just eats the good stuff. And what did James come back with last night? This was a, this was a mistake. Oh, look, kids. I'm such a great dad. Look what I've bought. I've got you diabetes. I've got you chocolate orange Weetos. So chocolate orange Weetos are not actually that sugary. To be fair, they're one of the better cereals. They're one of the better shit As things. in better shit cereals, yeah. But I'd seen it once and I told Louis about it. And for months, that kid has got a brain like a fucking yeah. elephant. He's like, can I have the chocolate orange Weetos one day? Will you buy them for me? And yesterday I couldn't, I went to the shop and I have, they, yeah. they only have them in one shop and I found them. So I say, okay, you've bought them now. These are just going to be a treat at the weekend. And then I come down this morning. I had chocolate orange Weetos. Who's a mug? Who's a mug? I have been a mug. Yeah, you have. Because you've just got to get those little wins, haven't you? Because I just love them. It's like a little scorecard. Tick, tick, tick. Oh, we love you, Danny. You're so great, Daddy. No one says that about me, do they? No. I'm literally mopping up shit and they don't care. (laughs) Actually had to clean up shit yesterday. I can't really call Louie a mug, but I mean, 
I'm sat there doing my check-in, oh, my weekly check-in. Yeah, my weekly check-in with my coaching crew. And um, going to give her another shout-out? No, I'm not going to say She hasn't had a weekly shout-out. Go on. Lucien Shakir. Lucien um, And Louis looks at me and goes, oh, no, mummy. I'm like, what? Is that? It's coming out. I'm like, oh, my God. So I'm like, got to go, guys. And I have to walk him to the toilet. And he's like, get in there. And he's like, just take my trousers off. So, oh, my God. I can't even believe I'm sharing that voice, that noise. So I'm like, right, let's get the trousers off. And as I pull down the pyjama, it is like thigh to toe of just solid shit all down his leg. And I'm like, so my instinct kick in of like, okay, there's a bit of poo that's gone on the floor. So I get some trainers, put that around so George doesn't go near it. Put George to one side. What, the carpet? Yeah. Oh, for fuck's yeah. sake, I didn't know that. Yeah. Take, oh. take the trousers off. Say, Louis, sit there. Why did I you run... take the trousers off? In the hallway? On carpet? I didn't do it in the hallway. I did You're it in the monk. bathroom. No, I did it in the bathroom. Why did I shut the carpet then? Because it came out of the trouser leg as I was getting into the bathroom. Oh, okay. So then so I, I take the back. trousers off. And we're quite lucky in this house. We've got like this really rank utility room, but it's got like an old one of those really old deep sinks. So I just chucked the trousers in there, found a flannel, went back in, cleaned him up and just said, just stand there. Cleaned the carpet up, went back, uh, trying to get the poo out of them trousers under a tap. And I was like, should I have done this down the toilet? I don't know. And then I'm just like trying to push bits of poo down the plug hole. I was like, oh, is this really my life? And then I like put them in the wash and then I go back to the bathroom. The audio really brings get, you the decision to Get Louis, this. get him upstairs, get him in the bath, tell him do not drink the bath water. And um, and then we're done. All clean. Anyway. Sorry, back to you. That was one mug. The, so yeah, that was the, one mug. The, 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 orange second, the second muggy thing that I've done this week. So we talked about this last week, I think it would be at the time of recording. Yeah, it was last week. We talked about time management and we talked about investing time versus yeah. spending time. And we were talking about a client who I'd spent a lot of time with and then they just sort of pulled the plug on all of our services, even though they've been requesting the services for months and months, blah, blah, blah. And then I said, well, I've been investing time this week in putting together a proposal for a big pitch, which was potentially a six figure pitch. Um, I'll be very specific about it now. It's going to be £96,000 plus VAT. So it's going to be a lot of money delivered over a two-year period to deliver a series of podcast seasons for a big government organisation. Um, so, and as I mentioned, uh, me and producer Sam, here's another shout out. Yeah, hello, Hi, producer Sam. Sam. We love Sam, don't we? We love, love them you. all. Um, love you all. Don't worry, Eddie don't listen to this shit. Eddie. Eddie, don't listen to it. Alex. Alex has to by default. He'll probably put like a thanks message on one of them yeah. clips. Do you see what he did with your nose? I did, did yeah. It was funny, out. wasn't it? <laughs> Great. Um, so funny. Anyway, so we put in this this pitch. Me and Sam have been down there. And then collectively, it had taken about four or five days worth of man hours. Can you say man hours anymore? Sorry. Person hours, woman hours, them hours, those hours, whatever. The did I fall in a sleep? Can we move on? Um, but anyway, so it took them... They said, oh, you know, we'll come back to you by mid-March. Um, that, that'll be the process. We'll probably have like a secondary round within fucking three days. They're like, oh, thanks. You haven't been successful. But we really... So basically what had happened was the incumbent agency who were already going to get the fucking job or somebody in the know who was going to get the job was going to get the job. And um, I was talking to Just the lads. wasted like, oh. your time. Yeah, basically fucking wasted my time with a proper mug. Basically, they wasted his time <laughs> and he spent a lot of time on a pitch and he didn't get it. Moving on. Should we talk about family? <laughs> Anyway. Today, Amy woke up and she decided she was going to be an absolute dick. Anyone that she came into contact with could be victim of her dickness. 
<laughs> just for weird. It does feel weird, it? Anyway, family. Uh, family time, okay. Would you like a little family jingle? Yeah, I How do. about this one? Oh, hello. I'm playing that one. Oh, hey. Uh, uh, it's funky. Don't like it? No, I don't like it. I like a normal one. Yeah. Ooh, ooh. <laughs> Why are you just doing that? I'm just oh, give it a bit of shoulder. Up. Give it a bit I of shoulder. Need a wee. Is that a new top? Yeah, got it's it from really nice. a, got it from a charity shop. Good stuff. I know. I'm all about, you know, giving back. We haven't given anything back, you've well, taken. Just <laughs> keep things in circulation. Okay, fine. Go on then. Anyway. Family time. So, family. When it comes to instincts, we thought, first of all, let's go right back. You know, like when you have kids and people go, it just comes natural. Oh, does it? It fuck? just comes natural. Trust your instincts. I'm like, I don't know that that happened for me. No. Because when Louis was born, I, I had like every single manual I could think of. I Googled everything. And I swear like every day I was like, you called what? it a manual. Yeah, it was a manual. It's not, is it? They're like guides, aren't they? It's not, you don't get a fucking <laughs> manual with kids, do you? Yeah, you do. You, do you absolutely not? do not get I'm a manual I'm sure there was kids. a book that was called a manual. It was ironic. Anyway. Okay, <laughs> whatever. <laughs> Irony that I didn't get it. Um... But yeah, I felt like I constantly was just like told, yeah, this is what you should feed him. This is what he should, this is how long he should be sleeping. And this is what you do. Like even now, I suppose your instincts do kick in, but I constantly don't feel like I'm doing the right thing a lot of the time. Yeah, but with the baby thing, I I, I was with you on that because like they have got to sleep for a certain amount of time. They have got to eat a certain amount of time. You don't know how long they're going to, how many times they fucking wake up and yeah, that yeah, kind yeah. of stuff. Yeah, okay, yeah, you learn to instinctively like change the nappies or you kind of get to understand what they're like and you can kind of see what they need and get a feel for what they need. But to start with, especially with like little ones, yeah, I think you do need instructions and then you've got uh, like amazing people around you who do just know stuff on the yeah, instinct. Yeah. But that's based on lived experience, like your mum. Yeah, yeah. She's like, she used to say to her all the time, didn't she? Oh, stop Googling stuff. I know, she got stop so Googling annoyed. Stuff. <coughs> and she's right in the just trust of your instinct too. but to start with like you have to build I think you have to have lived experience to have those instincts I don't just you? don't think I like you know like when they're unwell how did the first baby ever survive I have no idea when you think about it like whether you believe in like evolution or God or whatever if there's Adam and Eve Adam broke his rib off and he made Eve or whatever <laughs> the thing is and then they had a kid how the fuck did Adam and Eve the first time round know what they were doing Sorry, I'm just... I mean, there's a lot of Is that actually the what they said, that they he broke his rib off and that turned into Eve? This was... Go- How do you not know this I story? I don't... That's I've had this conversation. I don't retain information that I, ne- that I don't need and so I definitely God don't need that. So God made all the earth and with a bit of shit they had <laughs> left over, he made a guy. And then he was like, oh, well, we need a female in the Garden of Eden. So he snapped off his rib and turned from that one little bit of rib shit, he turned... He made Eve. Rib shit. And then Eve was the lady. That's why men have got one less rib than females apparently I, I personally believe that a lot of religious stories are just made to kind of like fit but let's not go there that. let's not um, go there oh actually but, something I learned yesterday though that does kind of fit into that that apparently it's only been about 3,000 years ago that we started understanding con- like conscious thinking and that back in the day before that when people had like thoughts of like I must go and hunt food to feed my children like yeah that's fine but if it was something like oh do I want to be like hanging out with my neighbour in this kind of like cave next door, for example, they wouldn't think that that's themselves thinking. They would think that it's come from like a higher being. Really? Yeah. So, oh, wow. Yeah. So then that goes to thinking about how, you know, like religious and stories, like it's always like you think about like Bible stories. It's like, and then God said to me, and then this person said to me, do you know what I mean? So it's always come instinct. from a, maybe it's the instinct. 
Oh, yeah, wow. I learned that yesterday. It's amazing, isn't it? So we've only been aware of conscious thinking for about 3,000 years. 3,000 years. Really? Think about what we've done in 3,000 yeah, yeah. years without conscious thinking. Yeah. It's not going to matter anyway because there's UFOs coming. Have you heard about this? No. Over China and over Canada, they've shut down UFOs. Who's saying this? Um, the American government. Hmm. And and there's there's been things that have got no visible jet propulsion, so they're so far advanced that basically we are just like, you know, have you ever seen Men in Black? Yeah. At the end of Men in Black, and like the world expands and expands and expands and expands and mm. expands and eventually it's just an alien playing marbles. That's basically what's happening. So what we're just being controlled by aliens. Yeah. yeah. Why do you have to put these thoughts in my head? Yeah. This sort of shit, honestly, you know, like this, like conspiracy theories. It freaks me out. Now I'm going to be thinking that we're going to be taken over by aliens. Well, we are. You've already been taken over by an alien. What? You don't realise it. <sighs> You're being stupid. Am I, though? <sighs> I'm not having this conversation. Oh, am I the alien? Ah. Let you learn. <laughs> <laughs> Let you learn. You look more like an alien than I do, actually. <laughs> yeah, I've got like, bigger heads. When you? I was little, I anyway, actually get used, to the to point get, I used to get called an alien because I did have like a big sort of alien <laughs> Who called you big that? Big eyes. My cousins and brothers and sister. Oh, I so like even... when you were like... Yeah, when I was little. Okay. I don't even know what point I was making, if I'm honest. Oh, I don't know what point you were making. You talk about family instinct or something. Oh, it all comes natural. There you yeah, go. Yeah, it doesn't. Natural. It doesn't. Is that it? Rounding that one up? Is that you finished? Did I? What else do you want to say? Trust I your instinct. No. Um, What's poo instinct? No, I've already, I've already spoke about that. I okay. poo himself. No, I was just saying like... With instincts, it is interesting because they say like, oh, you're just natural, you know what to do. Like, Louis at the minute is going through like a really anxiety phase, isn't he? Ever since we not lost... Calling it remember, anxiety. No, I'm not calling it anxiety. Yeah. Um, you know when um, we said about it. how we thought we lost George in the house and there's that like, traumatic five minutes where Louis is crying like, we're never going to see him again. Like now, it's actually got to a point where we walk in the door and he's like, have you locked the door? Have you locked the door? Or like, where's George? Where's George? We're out on Saturday and, he, and I noticed for the yeah. first time he always had, whenever George was walking, he had his hand on the back so yeah. George had a little hoodie on he had his hand on his hoodie yeah. so he couldn't go but he, he did it really gently so George didn't yeah. know because George gets really annoyed and I'm a bit um, this is classic this is classic shout out to my friend Nay. so we're in this museum and he's like where's George and I'm like it's alright daddy's taking him to the toilet and he's like has he and I went no he's gone on his own Louis like being sarcastic and Louis's face was like what and I went no I'm joking and my friend Nay was like I mean, maybe just don't be sarcastic to him right now, you know, <laughs> as he's going through this traumatic feelings. Just be like, yeah, it's all right, Louis. He's just gone to the toilet with Daddy. And I was laughing. I was like, yeah, so good advice there. But yeah, that, I think that's like, instinct. I guess you trust an instinct in a way. I don't know. I like, think you need pick to, up on things. Again, whether it's instinct or not, I think I get the baby thing, like trust your instinct. I don't fully believe in that. Because like I say, when me and you had never I even don't know, changed There was some things actually. I think when George was unwell, do you remember? He was lying in his cot that night. He's only a couple of weeks old. And I remember going, he's not right. And you were like, there's nothing wrong with him. He's fine. And I was like, no, I, I just know that there's just something that's not right. And do you remember we Googled, was like, look at his breathing. He's like, his chest doesn't look right. And yeah. we went on Google and it was like, they should have this many breaths per second or something. And we were like, sat there timing it. And I was like, I'm telling you. And we got the ambulance, remember? And then they came and oh, they checked yeah. him. And they were like, oh, we think he's all right. But because he's under he two. Wasn't though, was he was No, they were like, we think he's fine. But because he's under two, you've got to take him to the hospital. What did he have? He had pneumonia. He ended he up in hospital pneumonia. for a week. Of course he did. And I was yeah. like, so yeah, there is that. But again, that was second child intuition, which you maybe wouldn't have known about the first time. Yeah, out. maybe. Yeah, maybe. I think this age is when you need, maybe intuition is not the right thing, but you need to listen to 
you have, need to listen to yourself and you need to be very mindful of what they're telling you. Yeah. So for example, there's like, you know, there's certain ways you might think you get a parent, but with Louis being like feeling anxious at the moment, mm. or having moments of anxiousness, you kind of have to understand and listen to your gut about what he needs. Yeah. Because my thing would be like, for God's sake, Lou, the door's shut. Yeah, and I'm and I, like it. me, I'm sarcastic, like making a joke of it. And it's like, actually, that just really scared him. So I need to be sitting him down and being like, talk to me about what are you thinking? That's what it is. He's kind of like imagining all these situations and scenarios that don't exist, but I can walk him through those, I can I? But if anyone's got any advice on that, actually, dealing with a child that's got moments of anxiety, then I would love... Anxiousness. Anxiousness, sorry. Anxiety. Moments of anxiousness. I would love, um, I'd love some, some feedback. Anyway. Hello at businessmarriagepod.com. Um, Thank you so much. Before we, before we move on entirely from this sort of section of you helping us, I think it's only right that we share the pain that has been this week. Guys, big... Big news this week. Uh, Last week, you'll know if you're a regular listener to the show, a listener to the show, you'll know we started a new section called Haley's Ailments, where Haley and her easily breakable <laughs> features, low immune system, and other fucking illnesses and ailments gets um, some love and attention on the podcast. Oh, blimey, I pressed the warning sign. That was the um, Lechi Len. It was a Lechi Len. Um, and, and this weekend, guys, shit got real. Um, there was a lot of... So bad. I'll give you the summary of it and then Hayley can break down what exactly happened. Hayley has got medically dry feet. <laughs> <laughs> so, oh, it's so disgusting. You've got such dry feet she's given herself chill blades right so right. which I thought was when you got hot and I don't even know what it is okay. like, I, I come from a family of like dry don't, don't throw other people I know but like here. look at my mum love you mum but I mean we don't have the best feet we've all got quite dry feet but I like constantly moisturise my feet I, I used to get eczema I don't get it so much anymore but I generally have dry skin don't I I'm, yeah, I'm, I'm a, I'm a treat I'm a treat you're quite dust anyway the other day my toe my big toe started big toe <laughs> my second, second toe started hurting and i was like oh it's your really... second toe shouldn't be your biggest toe no. by the way. <laughs> yeah, if it, that's it problem, is bigger it's weird isn't it? like i can actually swear with my toe but i'm not gonna show that horrible um, <laughs> horrible i think i, think I maybe broke it when i was little anyway <laughs> so my toe was hurting and i noticed that it was like really red and i was like oh that that does hurt Anyway, so I went to friends at the weekend and I was like, do you know what? It doesn't feel quite right. I feel like I just need to go to the chemist and have a look. Then I go on Google and I start reading all these things. Oh my God. Foot cancer. My friend's like, maybe you've got athlete's foot. I was like, it's not athlete's foot. And then I'm reading. It's like, oh, you might have cellulitis, which is like, it's really bad infection. And it could, you know, you've got to get seen straight away. It's really bad. And I was like, if oh my goodness. we have a breakup, by the way, if, you're, if you have to go back on the dating scene, mm, I would not mention out. this podcast. Yeah, people okay. So then we go to the pharmacy and they had a pharmacist who was really nice. So she takes me in the room and she was like, what's the problem? I said, oh, my foot, my toe's really hurting and I'm, I've been looking into it. I think I might have cellulitis. So I take off my sock and this is the reaction. She just went, wow, you have really dry feet. And I was like, thank you. That makes me feel so was great. It, well, didn't she tell you that you had like the driest feet she's seen in her career? No, I think you're making that up. But she was like, wow, these are really dry. She said, and you haven't got cellulitis. Um, when you took the sock off, did it do that thing? Because <laughs> when you do that quite often, like you'll take yeah. your clothes off to get in bed, it's like... <laughs> and it 
<laughs> making it, it sound real bad. Like in summer, they're fine. It's just winter. Anyway, so she was like, "Yeah, you haven't got cellulitis. You've got chill blains." It's like when the when the foot gets like I don't know, like dry and it gets yeah People who've sore. Got up Everest get it. So Heroes. I was given hydrocortisone cream and a twenty five percent medical graded moisturizer for my feet that I have to put on twice a day and continually basically forever. Um, so I'm sat here now with my feet just feels like constantly wet and damp, which is horrible. That's probably what the skin should normally feel like. But yeah, so that's it. I've got medically very dry feet. Haley's ailments, guys. Thank you. Thank you for sharing the pain of Haley's ailments. Didn't you have another ailment this week as well? I've, oh, so many. I've woke up today and I thought I had a migraine. I don't get like How'd headaches. How did you get rid of that? Migraine. Like? I did some Wim Hof breathing. Right, I know. Yes. I took I took a leaf out of James's book, sat on the bed, did some Wim Hof breathing rounds. Felt amazing. Off the then back, I had um, a shower followed by a cold shower. There you go. And um, actually feel all right. Good for you, anyway, champ. Good so for you for hanging on in there. Coming to the last Proud part now. Proud of you. Wrapping up, uh, guys. Special segment for this guys. week's podcast. Because we're talking all about intuition, <sighs> I decided I wanted to, detective style, search out your intuition. Oh. Oh. We're going to test, in this section of the podcast, we're going to test the quality of Hayley's intuition. Oh, no. I feel a bit nervous. And now... Yeah. That was a stomach bubble. Oh, I pressed the wrong button. I like one. it. <laughs> so we're going to test very quickly. We're going to see, we're going to test your intuition, whether you listen to your gut. And I'm going to give you three situations. Oh, God. And I want to know instinctively what you would do oh, no. in this situation. It's going to get me in trouble. Okay, are you ready? Okay, I'm ready. Go. Situation number one. You come into the room. You're in the living room. Yeah. Down the floor. It's a gigantic fuck off spider, which you don't Ooh. like anyway. This thing is massive. Oh, hate spiders so it's bad. It's hairy. You're thinking that don't look quite right. That could definitely. It's basically a false widow. It's not going to hurt anybody, but someone's going to get bit. Okay. Here's the challenge. One meter away from said spider. Oh no. Is George? Oh no. Playing with his little trains, all in this and looking cute. He's got. He's got. Because he likes having no clothes, he's got no clothes on. <laughs> Full bare ass on the floor, <laughs> playing with his trains. Okay? And, this, and this spider can this bite. This spider and hurt. can bite. It won't kill him, but it's going to bite him. Okay, he's one meter away. On the other side, oh, Louis no. is also one meter away. Oh no! So trusting your gut and your intuition, you can only save one kid. Who save him? Oh, you can't <laughs> ask me that. Who are you going to save? You can't ask me that. I've asked you it. You're one meter. Or what do you do? Gut intuition. You can only save one kid. My gut intuition, I get George, who's quite light. I then pick him up under Back his arm. the spider to death with yeah, George. Yeah, I basically swing him like that, his legs, so it kicks the spider in the air against the wall, and then I grab Louie and hang we on, run out. Hang on a second. You were worried, you were concerned because you couldn't pick your favourite kid or you couldn't choose one of them. I'm just so thinking about the spider. I'm not fucking thinking about saving the kids. I'm thinking get that fucking spider away from so me. So now you've picked up your smallest child yeah. and you've used him as a swat. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That's your answer. Yeah, because you we've, pick up we've the gone, smallest yeah, but child. listen, we've hit the back of the spider, so there's no fangs. The fangs are the other way. How do you know? Because I know, because it's my scenario and this is what it's happens. It's not your scenario. No, this, it is. is so I get George, pick him under his arm, swing him, kick the spider, grab Louie and run out the house. And then find you to be like, can you come home and get a spider? 
So situation one, in that scenario there, when you have to pick I one child. I save everyone. You save everyone because you've used your smallest child as a gigantic swat. spider swat. Yeah, love it. Great. Scenario Ooh. number two. Using oh, your gut okay. intuition. <clears throat> I've called this scenario... Can we hurry up? Dodgy client. Dodgy client? Dodgy client. Oh, so you get a phone call from an unknown number. You pick up the phone. Hello, Hayley speaking. And this person goes... <laughs> Hello, my name is Vladimir. I would like to do branding with Orange Lamb. <laughs> I got a lot of money. I want to get people excited about my course. <laughs> I am a business mentor. You don't know where from. You're thinking, hey, that sounds like a dodgy accent. <laughs> I want to give you a lot of money, but I need it doing very fast. Can I, can I, and here's the second thing. I want to pay you via PayPal. <laughs> I want to pay... Double your price, but I want you to give me back the money. <laughs> Half the money. So basically, Vladimir wants to give you 20 grand through PayPal. Okay. He wants to pay 10 grand for the services, yeah. more than double your price, but then you have to give him back 10 grand's worth of the money through PayPal for a different bank account. So basically, it sounds to me like money laundering. Right. But make up your own mind. So, dodgy client. Yeah. How'd you deal with the situation? I think I'd be like, do you know what, Vladimir? Thank you so much for your inquiry, but I've actually got a standard process that I go through with Orange Lamb. And we my do a standard process. My projects normally take um, eight weeks. and it's That is fine. We do in eight weeks. Four and a half, not 20. And, um, well, you have bonus money. Are I you just don't like you. Get off the phone. Fair enough. Thanks. <laughs> That's how you deal with yeah. it. So situation one. You use a small child and swat the spider. Yep. Situation two, you shout down the phone at somebody yep. say, I, I hate don't you. like you. Fair enough. Okay, situation number three, the final one of today's podcast. Someone comes to you and says, Hey, Hayley, my name is Teresa. I don't know why I've just picked a random name that's just like an average Middle England name who's probably like a nice person. Uh-huh. Oh, you know Teresa, yeah. didn't we? Anyway, it's not that one. It's okay. a different person. Now I'm thinking of that one. Teresa is, uh, she runs a seven-figure business. Now I'm thinking of Teresa May. Okay. Oh, can we just not use the name Teresa? Okay, Mary. <laughs> Fucking Mary. Mary had a little lamb. No, move on. Um, Julie. Julie. No, oh, no, not, no, not Julie. <laughs> right, pick a fucking name. <laughs> a nondescript female... Gets in touch. <laughs> okay. And says to you, hello, Hayley, my name is Nondescript Female. Hello. They, them, my pronouns are they, them. Um, <laughs> I am a seven figures business, seven figures? She can't speak very well. She's yeah. got a lisp. <laughs> seven figure business owner. I coach people on how to be successful in their own life. I'm a life, I'm a life. she's a life coach, she's a life coach. Seven figure business owner, right? But you just, something about this person, you just don't, you're just not vibing them. Okay. And they say, hey, I've got a proposition for you. I would like to buy into your business for £100,000. And I'd like to become a 49% stakeholder in your business. I would like you to then be my full-time branding person and work with only me and my clients. How do you deal with the situation? Do you take on the business partner who wants to give you £100,000 for a 49% stake? Don't forget, but you still owe 51%, so you're in control of the business fundamentally. What do you do? I don't. I don't because I haven't built a rapport with this nondescript, no-name lady. I don't know who she is. I don't know what her game is. £100,000. I'm all about building long-term relationships. I'm not going to give away 51, 41, 49% of my company. Nah. See ya. The answer is no. No, that was easy. 
So there you go. It was easy. I think you got into it. It wasn't a fucking quiz. Well, it was easy. I thought you might have come up with something better, but fair enough. I thought that was pretty good, <laughs> to be fair. It's pretty good. Anyway, so we've tested your intuition. We've covered a lot on today's podcast, guys. We've, ch- we've tested Haley's intuition. Uh, we've looked at uh, how to trust your instincts in business, how to trust your instincts in uh, in life, in family, yeah. in business. We've given out a small business shout out. Call Talk yourself a mug. Always Haley's like it when we call James a mug. And uh, yeah, so there you go. By the way, if you have been enjoying this episode of Business Marriage, please feel free to go to your podcast app of choice and leave a five-star review. Scroll all the way down on Apple Podcasts. Hit that five-star and leave your feedback for the podcast. If you are listening on YouTube, do us a favor and please hit that subscribe button. It helps more than you can imagine when you hit the subscribe button. Uh, and, and oh, I thought this was 50 oh, seconds. Oh, no, did you just lot, do like a... a lot uh, sure. Any final words that you'd like to say to the wonderful listener? Just Sir Rampage, thanks. Keep it coming. Keep it coming. This valuable feedback about how I leave things on the floor for like men to pick up. I just didn't know that. So a bowl of cinder. Thank, thank you. you for your thank feedback you so much. as well. Keep it coming. women will always try and keep you down. Yeah. We're fighting a good Love fight it. over here, brother. Love it. I'm all about <laughs> female empowerment. Thanks. Uh, anyway, um, thank you for tuning into this thank you episode so much. of the Business Marriage Podcast. If you have got something you'd like to share the love, if you've got a partner battle, if you'd like a small business shout out, or maybe you would like to be involved in who's a mug, maybe you've been a mug, or maybe somebody else has been a mug, maybe just frankly feel like winning some free merch and yeah. you just want to win one of our branded business marriage mugs, then feel free to get in contact with the show. Hello at businessmarriagepod.com. You can get this podcast on Apple, Spotify, Stitcher, Google Podcasts, or you can watch the whole thing live on YouTube as well. The podcast comes out every single Tuesday at 5 a.m. UK time for listening purposes and if you want it on YouTube it comes out at 7pm UK time get your popcorn guys get your popcorn bring a friend along thank you for listening as always cheers for your ears thank you we hope you've enjoyed the podcast are you getting it now you're getting it well done we'll be back for another installment of Business Marriage goodbye we love you goodbye this show is a phonic media production Ding!